Hi there, it's Jillian, and I want to tell you about Jillian on Love Plus, your way to get even more Jillian on Love each week by subscribing on Apple Podcasts or Patreon. You can access exclusive bonus episodes with extras, including answers to your most burning questions, advice on all things dating and relationships, and much more. Check out the link in the episode description for more information. Hi there, this is Jillian on Love, and I'm on a mission to teach people how to transform their romantic relationships by first transforming the relationship they have with themselves. So whether you are in a relationship, you're single or heartbroken, I've got you covered. I'm Jillian Tarecki, certified relationship coach and teacher with over 20 years experience helping people transform their relationship with themselves through their bodies, breaths, and minds. I have coached and taught thousands of people to become better versions of themselves and change the way they show up for and within their love lives. Today's episode is how to stop obsessing over either someone you barely know and also how to let go, finally let go of a relationship that you have had a hard time letting go of that has not been good for you. Like letting go of an unhealthy ex or an unhealthy relationship, honestly. I have to qualify this by saying that, you know, when you go through a breakup, to go through a a period of obsessing and rumination is part of the process. There's nothing wrong with you for experiencing that. Breakups are very difficult, especially when we have been spent a lot of time with someone. And, you know, the reality is that when we break up with someone, especially, like I said, someone who we've been sleeping in the same bed with for months and years, our nervous systems are like synthesized to each other. We become so used to each other. We get so used to a rhythm and a routine. And when that goes away, it's like We go through withdrawal. It's like our nervous systems literally go through a withdrawal the same way that our systems would go through a withdrawal from sugar or from any sort of alcohol, any sort of addictive substance. And so it is normal when we are going through the acute stage of a breakup to experience a tremendous amount of withdrawal which is what in many ways defines the despair of that time. So it is normal to go through that with a breakup. But what about the obsessing over someone who we don't really know that well? Maybe we've just been dating them. And in many ways, they're just a stranger to us. Like our systems have not yet habituated to them. And we can't let go. So there's that. And then there's the, why is it that I know that a lot of time has passed and I know this was not the right relationship. Why is it that I can't let go? So I'm going to address those two things. If you're having a hard time, for example, letting go of a unhealthy relationship and Many times what this has to do with is our relationship with ourselves. 
You know, I recently did a, a coaching call episode for Jillian on Love titled, How Come I Can't Let Go of My Toxic Ex, where I spoke with a gentleman by the name of Jamie who was having a really hard time letting go of his ex, even though he mostly was able to let go, but there was just like, he couldn't stop thinking about her, even though it'd been several months and he was in a new relationship. The truth is, self-love really matters, how we feel about ourselves. And he had referred to himself as like the failed artist. And I think that a big part of not being able to move on from a relationship after we've gone through, you know, the acute shock and the grieving is if we don't feel good enough, if we see ourselves as a failure in life for whatever reason, that's going to keep us sort of stuck in the past, stuck in time. And it's very hard to move forward when we don't think that we deserve to move forward, when we don't believe that we deserve love, when we don't feel like we deserve freedom to feel good. And the more that we feel disconnected from ourselves or the more that we see ourselves as a failure, then we will continue to ruminate about our role in a relationship. Now, I'm all for self-reflection. I think that's very important. But I'm just here today to suggest that sometimes we have a very difficult time moving on from someone after it's been a lot of time because we don't feel good about ourselves. And there's a part of us that doesn't feel like that connected to our lives. We maybe feel like maybe unfulfilled in work, unfulfilled maybe in our friendships. Maybe we are on a path that doesn't feel like the, dare I say, authentic path. We may feel like we're going through the motions. We may feel like there's just a monotony to life. Again, we may just feel like we're not succeeding at the level that we think we should be succeeding. And so all of this adds to an emotional weight and we feel burdened by this emotional weight and it leads us into a particular emotional state where we're not able to see the, the sun through the clouds. And then we think, in that state, oh, I miss my ex, my, I miss my ex. And really, they're just a metaphor just trying to show you what's missing in your life. And so I think that's just a, a really important reflection to think about. If you feel like you're having a hard time letting go and it's been a really long time, you know, I know for some people it's been years, that perhaps it's really not about them. Perhaps it's something that is missing in your life. And so that is just something to consider. This episode is sponsored by Masterclass. Oh my God, I love Masterclass. I can't even tell you. I, first of all, it would just make such a meaningful gift this season for you and anyone on your gift list because both of you can learn from the best of the best, from leadership to effective communication to cooking. So here's the thing. 
As my dog ages, there's some weird behavioral stuff. So I took a masterclass on dog training and it's been just amazing. And it really boosts my confidence because I'm a learner. I love to learn. I love to grow. I love to learn new things. And it's just a very expansive thing to do for yourself. And it's been so helpful. And I recently moved. And so I took a masterclass on interior design. And that was just fantastic and so incredibly empowering. So it's like these masterclass instructors are your own personal mentors that are going to help you reach the next level. I mean, you can learn how to cook. I've done cooking lessons. If you want to learn how to sing, there's singing lessons. I mean, it's pretty outstanding. So whether you're watching masterclass on TV, listening in audio mode, in the app or on their site, the quality just absolutely speaks for itself. A membership starts at $120 a year for unlimited access to one-to-one classes with all 180 plus masterclass instructors. Learn how to negotiate a raise with Chris Voss or manage your relationships with the one and only Esther Perel. So this holiday season, Give one annual membership and get one free at masterclass.com slash JOL. Right now, you can get two memberships for the price of one at masterclass.com slash JOL. Masterclass.com slash JOL. Offer terms apply. So now I'm going to shift gears to if you find yourself obsessing and romanticizing and you can't stop thinking about someone who you barely know, who you are not used to, who you never actually were in a real relationship with, or, you know, you're just seeing them. And as a result, you might even be in what I referred to as a situationship where you're not actually in a relationship, but you're like sort of exploring it and you're dating. You don't know where it stands and you're afraid to say anything and you really want them to want you and you feel yourself just like it's so painful because you don't feel like you have agency over your life anymore. You feel like this person has like hijacked your brain and that's all you're thinking about. So. Something that I want you to consider is boredom. I think that this is something that is not talked about nearly enough. And that's why I want to bring it to light. When we're bored, when life is feeling a little blah, when we're not on the right path, when we're feeling unfulfilled, When we're just sort of like, oh, you know, I don't have much to look forward to. And I don't know, just bored. We will want a feeling. We will want an escape. We will want a distraction. And we will want some adventure in life. And sometimes that adventure translates as drama. So let me say that again. When we're bored and we're feeling sort of like we're on the wrong path, or we're like just unfulfilled with work, or again, life just feels, whether it is or it isn't, is irrelevant. But our perception of it is that we're just sort of like, we're bored. We will want a feeling. We will then want an escape. We will want a distraction. And a lot of people will want a little drama in their lives. And they will use the feeling of that intense, obsessing over someone they barely know, 
They will use a quote-unquote situationship as an escape from their own boredom and as a distraction from what is not really working in their lives or it's not feeling fulfilling in their lives. They will use that as a way to bring some drama into their lives so that they can feel a little bit anything to not feel bored, to feel a little bit awake. And I think we cannot discount how relevant feeling bored is to then getting into push-pull relationships, non-relationship relationship situationships, and therefore obsessing over someone we barely know. That's the real deal. It's major. This is what happens. This is what we do. And we have to just be sort of honest with ourselves about whether or not that's something that we're doing and that we have to actually face our boredom and challenge ourselves not to perpetuate a pattern of drama in our lives and instead address the boredom. The next thing is, you know, and I mentioned this in the boredom, but really beyond boredom is feeling just overall unfulfilled in life. Feeling like we're on the wrong path. And I think that one of the realities that is built into the fabric of life, that's built into the structure of life, that's not easy, is that sometimes we're going to be on the wrong path. Sometimes we're going to have to make sharp, fast pivots to get back on the right track. Sometimes it's going to be a slower move, but part of the conundrums of life is that we're not really born knowing exactly how to be on the right path. We have to find it. We have to pursue it. We have to explore. And oftentimes we have to go through painful stuff and painful self-examination to get on the right path. And I know for a fact that sometimes when we obsess over someone, what's really happening, like I said, it's a distraction. And that distraction is to distract us from something that maybe we're not feeling, feelings that we're not feeling, distract us from the life that we don't want to be living. We want to live another life, but we don't really know how to even start that. And so these are really important things. It's generally feeling a disconnection from self. All that obsessing about someone we barely know is really a metaphor for something that needs to change within ourselves. And typically what the roads point towards is feeling disconnection and feeling disconnected from ourselves, which again, is just, it's so painful, but it's a part of life, you know, like we're not always going to feel connected to ourselves. And I really think the best practice is just to acknowledge when we have certain thought patterns or certain behavioral patterns that we're doing not because something's wrong with us, but because there is a disconnect, that we're feeling disconnected from ourselves. And so if you can't stop ruminating and obsessing over someone that you don't really know that well, or you keep finding yourself in these relationships that are one-sided and are not filled with mutual reciprocated love, then I want you to consider that perhaps what's happening is that you're feeling disconnected from yourself and that 
there's something in your life that needs your attention rather than using this person or this relationship as a distraction. The question becomes, what is that? This episode is brought to you by Miracle Made. Winter is here, or at least it feels cold in certain parts of the world. And for me, that means struggling to find the right temperature when I sleep. In fact, it doesn't matter what season it is for me personally. It's just always kind of difficult for me. The thing that really contributes to my lack of sleep is overheating in the middle of the night or getting too cold and just not finding the right temperature. It can be so difficult to strike that perfect balance. And recently I found a way to stay at the perfect temperature all night long using silver infused bed sheets by Miracle Made that were inspired by NASA. And I know lots of people who've been getting these and saying, wow, it is just incredible. Because your temperature at night can have, as I said, one of the greatest impacts on your sleep quality. I would say that if you wake up in the middle of the night too hot or too cold, I cannot recommend Miracle Made enough. One thing that you should know, and it's really gross, that traditional bed sheets can actually harbor more bacteria than a toilet seat. I mean, that's just really gross. It can lead to acne, allergies, and stuffy noses, and like I said, just gross. Miracle Made offers a whole line of self-cleaning, eco-friendly bedding such as sheets, pillowcases, and comforters that prevent 99% of bacteria and require three times less laundry. It has self-cooling properties for better quality sleep using silver-infused fabrics inspired by NASA. There's incredible comfort and quality. They are made very luxuriously with the high price, without, I should say, the high price tag of other luxury brands and feel as nice, if not nicer, than sheets used by some five-star hotels. It is really a great holiday gift for your spouse, friends, or family. And since these come with three free towels, you get two gifts in one just in time for the holidays. Go to trymiracle.com slash Jillian to try it today or give it to someone special this holiday season. And we've got a special deal for our listeners. Save over 40%. And if you use our promo code Jillian at checkout, you'll get three free towels and save an extra 20%. By the way, Miracle is so confident in their product, it's backed with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you aren't 100% satisfied, you'll get a full refund. Upgrade your sleep with Miracle Made. Go to trymiracle.com slash Jillian and use the code Jillian to claim your free three-piece towel set and save over 40% off. Again, that's trymiracle.com slash Jillian to treat yourself, a friend, or a loved one this holiday season. This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Do you struggle to save money every month? Because with Rocket Money, you can quickly identify all of those sneaky subscriptions that keep charging you month after month and cancel any you no longer use. It's a really easy way to start saving money. Did you know that over 80% of people have subscriptions they've forgotten about? I mean, I know I do. It's just too easy to subscribe to a free trial of something and then completely forget it once you stop using it, especially if it's like a show or a movie that you really want to watch and it's only on this one particular network and you're like, okay, I'll do the free trial to watch it. And the next thing you know, you're getting charged every month and you completely forget. And that's why I am personally such a big fan of Rocket Money. It's 2023 
And it appears that we can't buy things anymore. We can only subscribe to them. There's subscriptions for everything these days. And I subscribe to things that I really love. And I have subscriptions for things. So the model actually works. It's just important to be very mindful of what we subscribe for and to make sure that we are not just throwing away money at things that we've forgotten about. By the way, how much do you think you're actually paying a month in subscriptions? Because most people think they're paying like $80 a month, but they're actually paying closer to 200 And that's why I use Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. With over 5 million users and counting, Rocket Money has helped save its customers an average of $720 a year and $1 billion in total savings so far. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions and manage your money the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash onlove. That's rocketmoney.com slash onlove. rocketmoney.com slash onlove. So the question becomes, like, what actually needs your attention? Is there something going on in your family? Is there some healing? Is there a conversation that needs to happen between you and your mom or you and your dad or the whole family? Is there a conversation that needs to happen with your sibling? Are you struggling with a significant friendship in your life? Have you been living your life? Which, by the way, in this culture is so easy to do this, but have you been living your life so attached to these expectations that are unfairly placed on us to achieve and to do more by a certain age, that you are feeling this immense burden on your shoulders to be in a certain place because of your quote unquote age. And so therefore you feel behind. And so there's this deep existential pain that you're experiencing from believing that you are inadequate because you are not where society tells you you should be in life. And then therefore you're feeling disconnected from yourself. And then you are seeking unconsciously solace in, you know, the drama of the obsessing over someone who rejects you, honestly, or isn't into you or doesn't notice you or isn't emotionally available to you. So we have to just, when we find ourselves in these difficult, dare I say, dramatic scenarios that are either in our head or happening in real time with another person, we have to always take the lens and put it back on us and look in the mirror and see what is missing from my life. What needs to be addressed? This is not easy. Nothing about this is easy, but it is so incredibly important. And this is what I'm encouraging you to do. Do you need more stability in your life? Do you actually need more financial stability? Have you not been working towards a goal the way that you know that you should be working towards a goal? Have you been so goal-driven that you've forgotten certain community and other aspects of life that give your life meaning? Have you been, you know, blaming everyone And feeling like a victim in life and therefore not moving forward. Have you been only just moving forward and not stopping to smell the roses? And so when you find yourself in these 
situations or the obsessing, always think, what needs my attention? What needs to change in my life? Why am I turning towards this addiction right now? What am I trying to deny within myself or suppress within myself? And the next thing to consider is a huge part, really is huge. And I've worked with many people who have had a hard time letting go, untethering themselves from people with whom they've had very deep relationships with and people with whom they've had barely any relationship at all. And that is the fear of being alone and the story that says it's too late for me can definitely lead you to tether yourself to an inappropriate person or to tether yourself to an idealized version of someone and you put them up in a pedestal instead of seeing the actual person in front of you. You know, like sometimes we get so hooked on the idea of someone because we just don't want to be alone. And so we put them on this pedestal and we think, I must get this person. I must strategize. I must give more. I must do everything that I can. I must accept the challenge of trying to get this person to be interested in me because God damn it, if I don't, I'm going to be alone forever. And I see people all the time so afraid to be alone and to start over and using that as the, without them knowing, unwittingly using that as the justification to stay in something that is just in many cases horrific, actually. And I understand the fear of being alone. And I understand that if there's, for some of you, a biological clock and you're thinking, oh my God, about family, I get that these are all real fears. You know, so much of the pursuit of a better life is not allowing our fear to run the show and not allowing our fear to be the reason why we get ourselves into a pickle or something dysfunctional. Hollywood, let's face it, movies and romance movies, rom-coms and just all of it, it's like it romanticizes obsessing. And it's not just Hollywood, it's also the love stories. It's like this idea of like, I will die for this person. It's Romeo and Juliet. We are so conditioned to believe that love is sacrificial, that love means I'm obsessing over someone. And if I'm not obsessing over them, then it must not be love. And we can say intellectually, no, no, no. Like, I know that that's not true. But truly, it really is such a big part of our conditioning. It's so deeply ingrained in us that we have to acknowledge that the drama of romanticizing a crush is not actually love. It actually creates a lot of mania and it's ungrounding. And whereas it might be developmentally appropriate in our teens and maybe even early 20s to get consumed by a crush you know, as we get older, it's no longer developmentally appropriate. It's us getting seduced by an old ideal about what we think love is. And it's us not exercising any self-control. And it's also us using it as an escape, as a distraction, very much like any addiction would be from something that might be going on inside of us. 
And so that is a really real thing. And again, Hollywood and romance novels all play a role. We think this is how it must be. And it's not. This episode is brought to you by AG1. I gave AG1 a try because honestly, I hate to take a bunch of supplements and I always forget and I don't, it doesn't feel good in my belly. And I wanted a simple, single solution that supports my entire body and covers my nutritional basis every day and some. You know, I wanted better gut health. I wanted more energy. I wanted really mostly to improve my immune system and just, again, to give me the nutrients that these days it's just very hard to get from food entirely. I drink AG1 in the morning before I start my day. I enjoy the taste. It makes me feel good. It makes me feel like I'm doing something good for my body. And yeah, it tastes really good. And I've noticed that since I've been drinking AG1, I'm more focused. My digestion is better. I do have more energy. My hair, skin, and nails look better. So I'm just couldn't be happier. Every scoop of AG1 is packed with 75 vitamins, minerals, probiotics, and high quality whole food source ingredients that boost my energy, improve my mood, and even give me healthier looking skin, hair, and nails. AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that delivers comprehensive nutrients to support whole body health. And it will replace your multivitamin, it will replace your probiotic, and more in one simple, drinkable, convenient habit. If you want to take ownership of your health, try AG1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com slash Love. That's drinkag1.com slash Love. Check it out stress. If you find yourself obsessing over someone you barely know, and let's just say this is a pattern, and let's say it's gotten to the point where it's not mildly fun, even though it's dramatic, but it feels like it is disturbing the peace in a big way and disrupting your life. Oftentimes in cases like this, some psychologists refer to it as maladaptive daydreaming. Some people refer to it as limerence. And there's all these terms. But really what needs to be addressed is that there's a stress component to it. So I talked about the need to escape from boredom. So think of it as like that, but times like 10. Maybe you're dealing with a lot of stress. Maybe it's work stress. Maybe it's family stress. Maybe it's health stress. Maybe it's just overwhelmment. And when we are in a state of chronic stress, right, it's not just like, oh, a stressful thing happened today and then we kind of move on from it. When we're dealing with chronic stress, what we're also dealing with is chronic nervous system dysregulation. And what happens then is that when our nervous system gets chronically stressed and dysregulated, our systems become less resilient to stress. So we're so stressed that like something small can happen. We're so chronically stressed that something small could happen in their day. And then we have an exaggerated response to that, 
that is nervous system dysregulation. That's called the, the nervous system losing its resilience for stress. And one of the ways in which you bring that back and how we tone our nervous system is through meditation. I think yoga is phenomenal. I think all exercise is phenomenal for toning the nervous system, particularly yoga with a very, with a teacher who knows what they are doing. Meditation, rest, long walks, hugs. If you can have a really good hug with a good friend or a good family member, all these things are incredibly important because what they do is that they activate the parasympathetic nervous system, which is the rest and digest. And this is where we can actually heal. And so if you have found yourself feeling like my brain is really hijacked to the point where this is actually interfering with my life, yes, you may want to see a therapist and work through that. But if it's feeling sort of like obsessive, compulsive, and just a lot of daydreaming, stress is usually the root cause. And it's a chronic stress and or there may have been a traumatic event like the death of a family member for example, or some sort of big life-altering event, life-altering to you, life-altering to your family. And sometimes when these big events happen, in order to be adaptive to it, we do the best that we can. We have to do a little suppressing in order to keep surviving. And if we don't process it, then what we have is a lot of big feelings that we're not able to access and process and let go. And so our response to not feeling equipped, and this is all unconscious, to deal with the difficult emotions, we will then seek out some sort of addiction. And in many cases, that would be sort of love addiction or obsessing over someone because let's face it, like that's something, you know, love and those feelings are things that we can all really relate to. You know, Sometimes what's also very helpful is that if you can't stop daydreaming about someone or daydreaming about anything and feeling like it just, it's feeling invasive, a way that I like to look at it is that a lot of people who have a habit of daydreaming to the point, like it's a lot of daydreaming, are usually very creative. And when they learn to channel some of their imagination into writing, into painting, into even if it's not an art, it's uh, something else. So channeling your imagination, if you find yourself always daydreaming, is one of the most brilliant ways to take something that is inside of you. And instead of seeing it as a disease that you need to fix, you see it as an energy that needs to be harnessed and challenged and directed. Anyway, so that's basically it. I'm just going to, you know, go over this in a nutshell is that when we're having a hard time moving on from someone who we love and it's been a long time and you've processed and maybe you've gone to therapy and you're like, why two years later am I still thinking about this person? It's rarely about them. It's about something that's missing in your own life and it's a metaphor it could be that you have to work on your self-esteem. But sometimes like when we can't move on or always when we can't move on, we're stuck in the past. And what tethers us to the past is usually not the actual person, 
but something that we are afraid to move forward on in our own lives. And then number two, just boredom. It's not about the person. We want to feel alive. We want to feel alive. We want to feel excited. We want the adventure. We haven't figured out how to have an adventure. So we're inviting drama into our lives and drama into our rumination, right? Drama being manifested through our rumination. And then three, it's like, what needs your attention? What needs to change in your life? What steps do you need to take so that you can start to feel more connected to yourself, whether that's building community, whether that's having an important conversation with someone in your life, whether that is changing your work path slowly. And it's not about quitting your day job right away, but trying to find like what is more authentically you. And then number four, there's the fear of being alone. And the fear of being alone can actually lead us to make very poor choices in relationships. And number five, Hollywood. You cannot deny the conditioning that we have that romanticizes drama and obsession and equating that with actual love when it's not. And then number six and part of seven is stress, chronic stress, chronic nervous system dysregulation that is making you obsess over something when really what needs to be addressed is the stress and the feelings that are underneath that. And you could do that with a therapist. You could do that with a trusted friend, but you need a hug. You need to talk to someone. I really believe in the med- in meditation and yoga, anything that is going to trigger your parasympathetic nervous system be very useful. And then, like I said, number seven, consider if there's been a traumatic event that maybe you've just been living with and you think, oh, it's no big deal, but actually it is a very big deal. And maybe it still needs to be sort of addressed emotionally and addressed with counsel to help you face that. Anyway, that's it for this week's episode of Jillian on Love. That's a lot. And I wanted to address it because, you know, I have to say like two of my most quote-unquote viral videos on social media has been about obsessing and the metaphor of feeling alive. And so I figured that this is something that a lot of people need to hear and to have it recontextualized and, you know, to help people at least, at the very least, stop fantasizing about the idea of someone and instead start training yourself to see the actual person in front of you and particularly when it comes to one-sided relationships to no longer tolerate that so i thank you for being a jillian on love listener and more than anything else if you think that anyone could benefit from this please hit share click share because you honestly never know whose life you could be significantly changing for the better just by sharing this episode And I thank you for listening and until next time. Jillian on Love is a Q Code production. Executive produced by David Henning and Steve Wilson. Produced by Shin Yin Hu. Editing and music by Will Tendy. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy. 
This isn't just a fairy tale. It's a cautionary tale of power, fantasy, and the consequences that follow when they all collide. Search for Crime Waves Renaissance Texas on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.